Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. If you have not listened to the previous two episodes of this podcast, I urge you to do so before listening to today's edition. This is the third in a four-part series. Each of these are based upon a text, a specific text that I shared two weeks ago and I shared it again last week. And I'm not going to share it again today. I urge you, if you don't remember the text or if you haven't heard it, to go back and listen to the previous two podcasts so that you'll hear the text and you'll understand the context in which I'm speaking today. For those who haven't heard the text or need a bit of a reminder, the text is a joke. A joke from the old Jews telling joke series about the misfortune met by a famous cardiologist named Dr. Dropkin. That's all I'll say. Go back and listen to the first two episodes if you haven't heard them that discuss this text. This is based upon a Rosh Hashanah sermon that I gave several years ago in which I shared four commentaries on this joke. Commentaries which I put in the mind, in the, in the mouths of Talmudic rabbis with an anachronistic and fanciful Talmudic discussion as they debated the true meaning, the significance of this sacred text. Today's and next week move off the subject of tshuva, of repentance, and focus more on issues relating to the Jewish community, and next week specifically relating to synagogues. I'm well aware that many of the people who listen to this podcast are not Jewish. I urge you to think about these messages in terms of your own communities, whether a religious community or not, and to think about how they really do relate to you, even if uh, you can't relate to the idea of the Jewish community per se. Because I think the messages this week and next week go truly for any community. So here is the third interpretation of this text. And I quote it in the name of the fictional, in this case, Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said the following. He said, I'm fascinated by an aspect of this story about poor Dr. Dropkin. The other day, he said, at my grandson's brit milah, at his ritual circumcision, I was honored to say the Mishaberach blessing, the blessing in which we announce the baby's name for the first time. You know how dramatic a moment it is. No one except the immediate family knows the name yet, and everyone is waiting with bated breath to hear for whom this child has been named. As I said the Mishaberach blessing, Rabbi Yosef continued, I reached a critical point where the blessing says, V'yikare Shemo B'Yisrael. Let his name be known in Israel as... Everyone was hushed waiting to hear the name. But I stood silently for a few moments before I continued. And only after those few moments of silence did I announce the baby's name. Several people came up to me after the blessing and asked why I paused in this way. And I told them this, the origin of the line, V'yikare Shemo B'Yisrael, may his name be known in Israel, is actually the book of Ruth, 
When a child is born to Ruth and to Boaz, the verse reads simply, Yikare Shemo Israel." May his name be known in Israel. This line that we use as an introduction to revealing the name of the child is also meaningful without mentioning the name. It is a wish, a prayer, a hope that the child, whatever his name may be, will grow to have his name known in Israel, that people will know him and recognize him as part of the community. Rabbi Yosef continued, I believe that when people mention Dr. Drobkin by name, maybe they chuckle a bit, of course, but they also immediately associate him with his great advancements in cardiology. They haven't forgotten the context in which the event took place, and he doesn't realize how truly fortunate it is that his name is known. He didn't realize how fortunate he was that people still remember him. And this made me think, the rabbi continued, about all of those Jews whose names are not known in the Jewish community. Some of them are not known because they themselves have never tried to connect with us. They've left on their disguise, they've run away, they've gone elsewhere. Some, however, are not known because we haven't taken the time to know them. Or we've missed them when they called out to us. Or we've turned our back on them for whatever reason we might have. We haven't quite found a way to help them make their name known in Israel. There are many, many Jews who couldn't find their way in, couldn't find the entry point, couldn't feel comfortable, didn't find an ear to listen to them or a hand outstretched to them. That is very sad. The best we can do is to make sure that we show ourselves to be open to every Jew who wants to be part of a community, to make sure that we recognize everyone who wants to be part of the Jewish people, the part of the people of Israel, to not turn our backs on anyone for whatever reason, to not ignore them, but help them to be sure that their name will be known in Israel if they wish it to be. Until next time, thank you.